0: Get it going.
1: Welcome to the con.
2: Hello, everybody. And it's been kind of an odd week today. Today, this week. (laughs) Um, An odd week today. It's been an odd week today.
3: (laughs) Well, that just summed up your whole thought process right then and there.
2: Because we love you all so much we all decided to get really really early i think this is the earliest we've ever recorded a con and do a podcast for everybody so we had some exciting things to talk about there's a lot of uh trailers that dropped this week and we took some time out of our very 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 busy lives to uh rank the mcu uh, movies so far so if you wanted to hear where they kind of fall on the con men's, uh scale there, stay tuned but the biggest news of the day that I really wanted to talk about and I think we have an opportunity to hear it since it's so early in the morning is Tony has agreed to drop his ancient Chinese recipe for thick mayonnaise Tony, what's it ah we interrupt this regularly scheduled Concast to bring you breaking news.
3: Not again! Not oh, again! Jesus! Dang! Uh, man, we were all this right. close. I th- we,
2: I this really was going to happen, but I guess we not. better get to this news. So uh, this week, somebody from Marvel mentioned that there may not be a Spider-Man trailer, and that they just kind of want all a the Spider-Man. Fans, what do you, Spider-Man? Far from home, excuse me.
3: No, 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 not far from home. No way home.
2: I'm sorry, no way home. See how early it is? <laughs> yes, oh, exactly. <laughs> you need to have your coffee. Huh? I, I know. I, I need I need a coffee break. But geez. anyway, Spider-Man, no no way home. Uh, may not no get not
3: a, it's a no way home yes it's no way home.
2: <laughs> see, now he do it's the yeah. I'm
3: confused now too. It's just it's like the Excellent. home is always screwing me up. It's far from home. No way home. Uh, <laughs> home home is the where next the heart is. Spider
2: Man movie, <laughs> but um, Marvel's contemplating maybe just not having a trailer and just having fans see it all at once in the theater. And I just kind of want to know, Tony, what is your what is your take on that as far as like a marketing standpoint? You know, would, would that be like a, a a positive thing? Is Spider-Man such a strong franchise that that people are going to go see it without a trailer? Because let me tell you, I'll still go see it without a trailer.
3: <laughs> no, I'm I'm going to see it without with or without a trailer, but I want to get a sense of the film, but I also understand kind of where they're at with this especially if the multiverse is going to play this really pivotal role. that's what all the rumors are. But I, I need to see a trailer, though. I just, I, I want to see what the tone is going to be like. I want to see what it, it looks like. But are we sure that they're not going to drop a trailer, or is this just a rumor?
2: No, this was a comment that was made in an, in an interview. There is nothing, like, official that I've seen um, that, that this will... Who
3: made the comment? Was it Kevin Feige?
2: It was in, in an interview, but it was um, my my my. The more of my question is like how how would you feel about this as like a marketing standpoint? Like, do you think that studios should should maybe contemplate doing this? I mean, to me, Spider Man is a big enough, strong enough character that it won't need a trailer. I mean, and I'm with you. I would love to see one, but. They've got my money. I'm going to go to the movies anyway to go see it, and I'm thinking the other uh, character, of course, would be Batman. If they decided not to do a trailer, um, I would still see that movie. Also, uh, first day, you know. But um, I don't think a lot of movies have that kind of um, have that kind of uh, power or, or weight or capital. Yeah, or capital. You know. Um, but I just found it really interesting because we live in a culture where it's trailers and even on this show today we're gonna to be you know, doing some trailer reviews and um you know so i just wanted i know that you're um a huge theater guy and this is kind of uh bucking the trend a little bit and i just wanted to to get your thoughts on that
3: actually i think this is a refreshing way we're so bombarded with everything and uh this uh, emergency cycle we kind of did it here with the breaking news everything is always an emergency or an alert so to have something completely out i think this is a new trend that maybe we should start looking at and just having maybe as a teaser trailer uh maybe the title card or something along those lines card. what's but, that? you know
2: um i i would I, th- I think personally i would really like to see this i mean i'm I'm really anticipating this movie. I cannot wait to see it. And the last thing that I want is spoilers or already, yes. like, like fan... Less is
3: more with this. I think less is more with this.
2: on, on the internet or, or whatever. Because, you know, as soon as anything drops for this, that's all you're going to see in your, like, streaming feeds, you know, and they're going to analyze everything, reflections out of glasses, and, oh, my gosh, this person was drinking a coffee. That must mean this. And then, you know, I just... W- I just want to be surprised, you know. At the same time, everybody else is. So, if they don't show us anything, I think that would be amazing. Um, I don't know how feasible it is, but I would. I think I'd actually like to see it. It. It would be hard. It'd be like Christmas morning, you know. Like you're just anticipating, like what, what, what could be um, in some of those gifts, and then finally that day happens, and you're surprised.
3: Uh, I I think it's um, I think it's a, a good way to go. Um, again, I just again, we're we're bombarded with everything. And plus, Marvel with their trailers anyway, what you see is not always what you get. How many times have they they altered their trailers in the past in order to avoid any kind of spoilers or, or things of that nature? So to just kind of get rid of that. Uh, And just maybe a title card or maybe even like a little swoosh or something, that would be refreshing. And I think more, less is more in this case. And Spider Man would be the perfect character for us to experiment uh, with that kind of advertising. Uh, I think it's refreshing. Or lack Uh, of advertising. (laughs) Yes. Well, no, it's still going to. I know. Word of mouth will be strong on it. Word of mouth will be like, oh
2: my gosh, there's no trailer, blah, blah, blah. And then finally, whenever, when it, drops i mean i just not that i think that this movie will have any issues with ticket sales but i think people are just they might go see it multiple times just to see whatever they m- may have missed from the trailer i
3: think it's i think it's smart i think it's brilliant i i hope they they stick to their guns i hope so too uh, as much as it tears me to say that uh or, or it hurts me to say that i just wish uh, i just anything that can kind of hype it up even more or to kind of leave it to our imaginations is always a win-win. So I I, I think it's smart. Let's see what they do with it.
2: Yeah. All right. Well, well we- since
3: we're already talking about this kind of stuff, I'm sorry, Brian. I, okay. I didn't mean to cut you off. Go I guess it. since we're already talking about trailers and no trailers and all of that good stuff, we have some uh, some trailer reviews that we want to talk about this week. Boy, just... Things keep coming and coming and coming. It really seems like everything is starting to ramp up again, even though we've got, you know, that that nasty little thing hanging over us. It seems like the world is still moving forward, so that's a good thing. Let's keep that momentum going. And this week, there were a bunch of trailers that, that dropped. Brian, uh, what do you want to start with?
2: Oh, my gosh. I'm just looking at the list right now, and um, I'm going to save... Actually, I'm not going to save it. I'm just going to talk about it. You know, the the biggest trailer or announcement, reveal revealment um, for me was The Mighty Ducks Game Changers Season 2 is happening Woo-woo! in 2022. Oh, that is what you wanted to start I, with? I'm starting with that. <laughs> you, oh left, you asked me the question, and <laughs> I looked at the list, and this is the one I picked. Tony, oh my you should have gosh! I expected that. I know, right, right. I should you have expected. I didn't up for this.
3: Yes, I did. I and I uh, I still have yet to watch the series. I I'm doing that next week. I think we're going to start I think we're going to have our little uh our little film off next week, right? Hopefully, maybe. Yeah,
2: yeah, but we'll talk about that in a little bit. Some yeah, expectations but, uh, that I have for season 2 is I'm hoping to see a lot of return characters from the original Ducks come back i know we got a little bit of that in season one but some of the um i'd like to see more of the old team um a lot more of emilio estevez um in his role as gordon bombay Yeah, you know, I, I i feel like maybe season one was a was a pretty heavy on on laura graham and um <clears throat> but uh i just i'm excited that the season is coming back i had a good time watching it it was a lot of fun it's a feel good series and that's what i think uh we need more of it's i'm looking forward to it i cannot wait
3: yay yay, Woo-hoo. yay. number yay <laughs> well the thing i want i was excited about this week was one of my favorite uh comics of all time this thing has been in production hell i think for the past 10 years 15 years it was going to start off as a movie starring uh zachary levi back in the day but then things kind of got weird, and now it's going to be a television show for FX and Hulu, and that is why The Last Man. Now, this is a great story. The story revolves around uh, this person, Yorick, who is the last man on earth. All of the men die off this very violent death, and, uh, and women take over the world. And... He is the last man trying to navigate through that. And it is such a fascinating, awesome story. I cannot wait to see where they go with it and how they explore this uh, this new uh, uh, territory. It's just, uh, the trailer was, it just blew me away. I cannot wait for this. I'm so excited about it. Brian, do you have any thoughts on, on, on uh, Why the Last Man?
2: Yeah, so... Are are you saying that the world becomes a better place? What what's going on here? <laughs> yes, of course. I think
3: so. Uh, yeah. If if women are uh, if women are going to be a uh, a uh, run in the show, let's let's uh, cross our fingers that it's going to be a better place. That's but, right. Uh,
2: we um, always
3: know that something else is uh, in y- store.
2: You know this. I I like you have was looking forward to this um, series, and I love the comic book also. Um, it's written by Brian K. Vaughn, and it is, it's is—it's just amazing. Um, but the, the tone that I saw from the trailer was something that I wasn't really expecting, even though I probably should have, was I got a very uh, Walking Dead-type feel uh, from the trailer. Um, and it's just, you can already tell that this uh, series is going to touch upon many layers that that you probably weren't expecting and i'm looking forward to it um you know so it's just it it's it's on my radar it's it's going to be a very anticipated watch for me so i'm looking forward to it
3: it looks like they really are doubling down on the dark aspect of it but i remember why being very colorful very uh vibrant the, the that whole world was just very colorful yeah
2: you know and there's uh, subtle humor in the in the comic book as well, which yes. um, I'm really hoping that they capture in the series. So
3: yeah, there was a lot of tongue in cheek stuff, yeah, and a lot exactly. just a lot of it. It was fun, but it, it made you think at the same time. This looks it uh it looks very serious. I'm still interested in it, but uh, I just wish uh, I'm so sick of seeing post a lot pop apocalyptic films that are just so bleak. Why not? You know, let's live some vibrant colors and. I don't know. Who knows? But uh, I'm excited about it. We'll see how it goes. When does that come out? I think it's September.
2: Yeah, hold on. I, I wrote it right down. Um, it comes out September 13th, so uh, next month. Yes.
3: So, so um,
2: speaking of uh, apocalyptic, now I can't say it, uh, I films, uh, uh, Tony, it, I know this is off script, but I watched Sweet Tooth, the whole series. Oh, did you like it? Yes, Yes. Short answer, yes. Okay. All right. No, uh, but, you know, there's a you, butt coming, you know. Uh, yes, no, I know. There's, there's no a butt.
3: But. There is a total but like coming. It? Yes.
2: Yeah, I liked it. <laughs> okay. There we go. On to the. All right. Good. Good. <laughs> All right. And, but I watched it with my daughter, and we're really looking forward to uh, season two. Um,
0: yes. But that's great. Uh, there's the butt. <sighs> I, I, I can't
2: put my finger on it, but there is something. I just, I don't know <laughs> if it's just slow or it's just like. I don't know. I don't know. But but it is good. I'm looking forward to it. I am a fan. Um, it's it's Wow, well you done. don't sound like it. You, I know. You sound is, like you're, you're on the floor. There's something about the it. I, about did, it. I, I can't articulate it yet, but when I finally find the words, I will let everybody okay. know.
3: All right. But I'm glad that you watched <laughs> I it. I that's, did watch that's it. That's amazing. Did, my daughter wow. and I, we
2: sat down in, in, in the course of two nights. We binged it. And uh, she's I think she's a bigger fan than I am. Um even though I liked it, I just want that out there. I liked it, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> but but, uh, but there is something I just like little head head tilt a little bit. Yeah, I just don't yeah. know what it is yet. But yeah. but it's there. Well,
3: when you when you figure it out, let yeah, us know exactly. I, I the other thing that dropped this week was. Uh, and it was just a, a stupid little, like, teaser, but uh, it was Cobra Kai, right? I mean, oh. they, they made some announcements. Yes. Uh, season four. It's going to be in December on Netflix.
2: Yes. Yeah. Um. the all-valley karate tournament is coming back. <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> like, and that's
2: how we should all settle our disagreements, in a sanctioned, reft. Karate tournaments. <laughs> so
3: sign us up, Brian. You and I are gonna go at it in no, the ring and no, uh, there we you go. Win,
2: you win. No, I, I don't Actually think, so. you I won't, think you will because you'll try to ass. crane kick me and you'll either pull something <laughs> or you'll fall flat on your back.
3: Yes. Yeah, you know me so well. You know right, me so well. What a stupid
2: move. <laughs> yes, exactly. Right, but did so Tony yeah, do tear- a crane kick? <laughs> Twitter poll. <laughs> uh, anyway. Uh,
3: so Terry Silver is back. And I uh, I have to admit, I need to watch Karate Kid Three because I've only seen one and two. I have no idea who this guy is. Terry. I don't know how bad he is. is. Yeah. What what can you mean. tell us about him?
2: He well in a in a quick synopsis of Karate Kid Three, Daniel wants to go back to the All Valley Karate tournament to defend his title. And Mr. Miyagi is all like, uh, why, you know, like you went there before to prove something to your bullies. There's no reason to go there. You know, she should just kind of focus on your training. You're already the champ. There's no reason now. Now you're just doing it for, you know, bragging rights, right? It's not what karate should all be about. And, you know, Daniel being a a hotheaded teenager wants to go defend his title. So he goes to Cobra Kai and to train and Terry silver is there kind of taking a crease's role and crease is in the background, you know, but we, you know, Daniel unbeknownst to Daniel, you know, and just having Terry just train Daniel in all the wrong ways, you know, totally opposite of what, um, Mr. Miyagi is, uh, is training him and just putting Daniel through all kinds of, uh, torture and, you know, and, um, You know, feeding his head with uh, like negative thoughts and just making him angry. And then finally it's revealed that, um, that, uh, uh, Crease was behind the whole thing, you know, behind all of Daniel's bad training. And, you know, Daniel comes crawling back to Miyagi going, I'm sorry for being stupid. But of course he has to go defend himself now in, uh, the All Valley karate tournament because of that's how they settle things in the valley and um <laughs> yes they do in georgia <laughs> right in georgia but anyway um i'm i i love this franchise this series you know it is so much fun i watch it uh, with my family and it just it just gets me pumped it's totally 80s you know, now you know the. I guess to the Nostalgia. 2020s is the new 80s because all of these 80 remixes and reboots are coming out. So yep. you know, the 80s have a second life. You know, through these shows.
3: But yeah, so I'm I'm looking forward to that, and also on the film TV news, uh, Bad Batch season two. Never watched season one, but uh, I hear it's really good. Season two has been picked up. Uh, that is the uh the bad batch of clones uh from the clone wars uh i'm interested i don't know i have i have seen the first one and i hear a lot of good things so maybe i'll I'll visit that and be excited about uh, season 2 but uh and also lord of the rings from amazon what what news do we have on that this week
2: yay what jeez <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> Uh, Boy, there are some like um, like stills and set pieces and um, images uh, that were released for it, and this series for Amazon uh, is going to. There, there is no official date yet. I know COVID's kind of pushed everything back, so um, uh, it's really delayed the project. But this uh, is supposed to take place before all of the the books and the and the films. Um, so we're not going to get. Yo, Sam and Frodo. Oh Sam. Oh Mr. Frodo. Oh Sam. Oh Mr. Frodo. Over what? what are you, over are you doing, again? Brian?
3: That is that sounds obscene. That's part of the movie. No, that was about friendship. It was about... Uh, I don't even want to get into it with you. The Lord of the Rings films are are fantastic. Boring. They're awesome. They're uh, amazing. Despite what you say, uh, they're, they're great films. And uh, the one thing I really wanted to talk about was one of my heroes, or my heroes, I should say, uh, they... That is Trey Parker and Matt Stone signed a huge deal that South Park is not going anywhere. I was a little worried because we've only seen two things of South Park in the past year, and that was the uh, pandemic special and then the vaccination special. Uh, but they signed a huge deal. $900 million. On, I think they deserve Yes, uh, yes, they do, a most clap. definitely. <laughs> uh, and uh, they are going to be doing 14 movies. I don't know if it's going to be in the South Park realm or if they're going to do their own thing. Uh, it, they kind of make it sound like they're now going to do South Park as films, but uh, I need to read that a little bit more. Uh, another thing that was announced is that they're going to be doing uh, a video game as well. I'm, I'm huge. I've loved Did the past they two video have games. have a video
2: game already? Like I, yes, I, they've got two video they've games. They got two, I'm okay. Off.
3: Yeah, and uh, but they are they're doing it internally. They're not uh, they're not hiring anybody else to do any of the development on it. So I'm just curious to see how that whole thing is going to work out. But good for my heroes, Trey Parker, Matt Stone. South Park is going to be around for I think it was what nine years. I think they said. I don't know. It's, it was something. Well, along, fourteen along movies. Like. I
2: mean, that's that's a lot of time.
3: <laughs> I know, and I, I cannot wait to see what they come up with. Uh, so that really was exciting to me. And uh, finally, uh, Stranger Things two. Th- two what? What? Oh, not oh, finally. But I guess ahead. I guess it wasn't finally, but uh, Stranger Things uh, has now been pushed back to twenty twenty two. I was really hoping to see it around Halloween this year, but alas, that is not going to happen. I'm so sad, but anyway, Brian, did you have something else that you wanted to add?
2: Yeah, I just want to say that uh, we got a new trailer for Titans uh, coming out on HBO Max for their third season, and it looks like they're going to be introducing Red Hood as the villain. So that's going to be pretty. Oh, really? Pretty, that
3: yep. was a that's a that's an actual. Uh, I love that storyline. So yeah. Red Hood is going to be uh, the the main villain.
2: Uh, they showed him in the in the trailer. So. So, I don't know if it will be the main villain, but they're going to introduce that character in the show. That was a
3: show that I just never got into. I I watched the first one, I loved it, uh, the first episode, but I haven't watched it since then. So, maybe I need to revisit that and start watching it.
2: It's it's really done well. I like the, the, the cast that they have in it, and the stories are pretty cool.
3: And it's on HBO Max?
2: Uh, hbo max yes and that's all right
3: sweet anything else that you want to cover before we go on to our next segment yeah
2: i just want to again touch upon um a disney plus uh announcement uh d2 uh, the the mighty ducks uh, uh game changers again is coming out for season <laughs> two no, please enough of that you already all said right, that right, at the beginning right, you can about, stop it now let's all talk right? about the whole what if series
3: Oh yes, that's coming out next <laughs> week. I cannot wait for that. What? Uh,
2: so this is going to be weird for me because I'm not a big. I, I don't know how to say this. I am an animation guy, but I'm not an animation guy. Uh, if that makes any sense at all, and in my head it makes complete sense. So, but this is going to be a Marvel animated series on Disney Plus, which we all know so far they've all been really good. But the. Um, the weird thing is is that it's supposed to be canon with the MCU. So I am very curious to see how they're going to make that work, where they're going to take a bunch of hypothetical stories, from what I understand, and make them tie in to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So that is, that is a feat in itself, and I'm kind of curious on that.
0: Easy. Multiverse.
2: Well, there you go. Wayne has ex- Wayne has explained it and has ruined the series for me. <laughs> Just kidding. Boy, I, Wayne. We know. You, Loki yes. has one job to do, and that was to introduce the multiverse for everything else
0: going forward. <laughs> Pretty much.
3: <laughs> I'm interested to see. in uh, some reviews uh, have already been leaked. Uh, the first three episodes, I think, was the, they were available to uh, critics. And it is getting positive reviews. So that makes me excited. I've always loved the what if um, genre of things. I I like when you can take a concept and just play around with it and maybe uh, do something completely opposite of that. Those were always those one-offs, comics, that I would just, if I saw a really cool storyline, I'd I'd pick it up and go, yeah, this is cool. So I'm so excited to see what if turned basically turning the mcu and flipping it on on its head and seeing what they come up with uh the animation just looks absolutely amazing absolutely killer cannot wait and i think it should be coming out on august 11th isn't that correct
2: you are correct sir
3: sweet i cannot wait for that that is going to be so much fun but hey before we go on to our next segment i know we've had a lot of folks that uh uh have reached out to us they've actually started watching the mcu films since we started this whole podcast so we're going to have a net a fun segment next that uh we're going to talk about our top three and our bottom three so for all of those people that have watched uh all of our fans that have watched the mcu uh our next segment's going to be a lot of fun you can uh, let us know what your favorites are or which uh which ones you didn't like the most uh but yeah that's what we're going to be talking about next anything before that before uh, we get started brian
2: No, let's do a quick break from our sponsor and then get right back into it. All right.
0: Welcome back, converts. Our con men are back for more, and so is Soycat. Visit the Soycat Candles online store and stock
2: up on 100% natural soy wax candles infused with essential oils animal, earth, and human-friendly. Visit Soycat Candles at www.soycatcandles.com. That's www.soycatcandles.com. Soycat Candles,
0: 100% soy, 100% paw-some.
3: Here we are again. Like I said uh, before the commercial break, a lot of you folks, uh, a lot of our fans, they started watching the MCU uh, based on our conversations that we've had. Uh, had uh, some people reach out to us, I and just knowing that we had some kind of an impact and, and influenced people to, to sit down and watch 24 of these films. It's absolutely bonkers and ridiculous, but uh, it, it, that's just, it, it's fun. And so with all of that that has been said and done, I think it would be fun for us, the con men, to talk about our top three favorite Marvel films and also uh, what we consider the worst of the bunch. Uh so worst is get... a
2: hard word. We're gonna say bottom three. Well the bottom, bottom three, three of a yes. great franchise. No, there, there's there's I'm already there's, trying to lay the groundwork of there's not already paid some deal. worst. I'm I'm gonna get a lot of it. Why I are have you gonna very get a lot? unpopular list for <laughs>
3: well what else is I new? Share. I, we've only been doing this like a year and yes I, i'm already expected to just be pissed off my blood pressure is actually rising right now as we're talking about this so uh i just uh, again brian i you do
2: have a, a quick technical question for for you guys are we counting uh infinity war and Endgame as one movie or are we going to keep it as two
0: um Do you want me to be the third party on this one? Yeah, you know what? Yeah. We're
2: gonna we're gonna leave it to the honorable Judge Wayne.
0: Okay, okay. so I'll leave to okay, so let's kinda let's lay the ground rules. The MCU films include The Incredible Hulk. So just yes. people make sure we are aware we're including that. Okay. And it's gonna go to movies and, that have and been released. Spider-Man's. And the Spider Mans. And the Spider Mans. Yeah. And released what has been released to date, which also includes Black Widow. You're right. Okay. So, oh, so.
2: we are not including the Disney Plus series. Correct. So only Movies that have been released in the theater. Correct. Uh, to, to date.
0: To date. Uh, so going back to that, how were the Avenger films released? In the theater. Separately. <laughs> so they're going to be separate films. Okay. All right. Yes, All
3: right. separate films. Does so, that change anything for you, Brian?
2: No. I mean, I, I, I would like to consider them one film, but ultimately <laughs> it does not change my list. Okay,
3: perfect. OK, all right. Well, I guess with that said, how are we going to do this? Are we going to start with our our uh, I think we're going to go three, two, one, right? Three, two, one. And three, two. are we going to start with our uh, are we going to alternate be- between? Yeah, uh, we'll alternate between. OK, so and um, I'm
2: going to put a little check mark next to, to your picks. And Tony, while we're at it, why don't you go ahead and give us your third favorite MCU film?
3: My third favorite... Okay, my favorite. Oh, boy, I, w- I wasn't ready for that one, but... Uh, I'll we'll save
2: the bottom li- uh, the list for the next one. Okay, next all right. That,
3: fair enough. Uh, number three for me is going to be... Um, probably not a shocker to anyone, but uh, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 is my number three. Uh, reason being, I love the... Uh, I just love how everybody is... Uh, kind of figured out who they are as far as characters. Again, James Gunn, I think, is a genius. The fact that he was able to play up Drax. Drax has a lot more character in this film. Uh, Mantis, their, their little uh, play between them two is just amazing. And Kurt Russell as Ego, a planet uh, and dealing with daddy issues. I just absolutely love this film. Uh, I think it... it, uh, it was superior to the first film. It was just so much fun. It was over the top. It, it uh, kind of dealt with, with some really fundamental issues about uh, uh, parents and their relationships with their kids. And especially those uh, that maybe have left them to be raised by another parent. I just, I, it was just, it was complex, but it was fun and over the top. And I just, I love it. I just love this film. So much. So yes, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 is my number three. Brian, what is your number three?
2: Well, well, um, it is Captain America Civil War. I Okay. I, I just loved it. It was uh you know, it set the tone for the for the next half of the uh of the Marvel franchise and it introduced my favorite Marvel character of all time, which is Spider Man, which is no surprise to anybody. But it had humor, and it was a comic book series that I really loved uh, reading um, when it first debuted. And it just, you know, they brought up all kinds of of superhero issues on on rules and regulations, and how it it split a team. Um, a part, and I just I just love the whole dynamic of it.
3: Yeah, so, and, and Captain America was, you know, he's spot on with with oh. his, the, his fight in the film, and he's just an amazing character.
2: So he and, is an amazing uh, character. I took his and side, he, I took his he, side. He does fight well, but he uh, couldn't be more wrong. He's harping well, no, a fugitive. You're wrong. And, yeah, uh, yeah, if I were him making those poor decisions as well, then sure. maybe I'd go on mm-hmm. the run as well. Yeah, but, right. But uh, okay, it's all anyway. about Team Iron Man, who um, no? You know team what? Captain America. We uh, we have these abilities. Why can't we be more controlled and try to protect property and life and and things like that? We should be regulated a little bit. And Captain just wouldn't have it. And boy, uh,
3: you're yeah. man. I didn't know you were a communist. Anyway, oh. uh, let's go on.
2: To- wow! <laughs>
3: wow! That well made a left turn. No
2: <laughs> no I know, right? That is- <laughs> <laughs>
3: it was a joke. Jeez, we're we're on a show about a podcast about okay. the knowledge of nothing. I it was a dumb joke. Okay, all right, all Brian. Right. I didn't mean to hurt you. I'm sorry. I know you're. Wipe that tear away from your eye. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to hurt. Okay. It all was right. just. In, it was all said in chess But anyway. Uh. But Civil War. Yeah, that's a good movie. I don't think it was in my top. It's not my my top three though. But uh, so. Uh. Hey Wayne, do you happen to have a, a any?
0: Oh sure. Um. Actually, I had a really hard time deciding my number three because I had one and two were easy locked for me Um, because I was fascinating between actually Captain America, the first Avenger, uh, because I like how it was a period piece. And I was never really a fan of Captain America, but that movie made me a fan of him. Um, And I wasn't sure if Chris Evans was going to be able to pull it off. He he is now Cap, right? Uh, The other one I was kind of deciding between also was Black Panther. I thought that was a huge kind of culturally significant and it's that surprised the hell out of me. I mean, there was a, such a big hype train for that and it exceeded it for me. Wow. But if I had to really distill it down for number three would be the first Iron Man, because that surprised the hell out of me that yes. kicked off the MCU. I thought it wasn't a, just a good uh, comic book movie. It was just a good movie and yeah. Robert Downey Jr. just crushed it. Then, you know, the mock mic drop at the end, I was like, okay, I'm in. I'm, I'm, I want more. So that sold it for me. So that was number three. Nice. For me.
3: That's awesome.
0: All right, Brian. So what was your number two favorite
3: MCU film?
2: Yeah, this should come to as no surprise, but my number two favorite was Spider Man: Homecoming. It was just okay. It was so good for me. Plus, I I'm a huge fan of Michael Keaton, and yes. I just love the story and. There was a scene done by um, Tom Holland and, you know, spoiler alert for anybody who hasn't seen this, but, you know, in one of the battles between Spider-Man and Vulture, Vulture, you know, kind of crashes a building down on Spider-Man and, you know, the way Tom Holland is playing this scene with this building on top of him, he's just talking to a reflection of himself in, in a puddle of water and he's, in pain and he's scared and you know you never see superheroes really kind of showing that kind of emotion or fear or you know i i'm in pain and he's willing himself to to be strong enough to lift this building off of him so that he can go save other people and i was just so caught up in that moment and then in you know also in the same film one of my favorite moments in the mcu is between uh Peter Parker and Michael Keaton's character—I um, forget. Yes, in the car. Know, in the oh car. Oh my God! And there's no costumes or anything, but the villain that knows twist. that twist. Yeah, that, that twist. That the hero oh is in the back seat, going to take his daughter to a dance, and he pulls a gun on him, and he's shaking his hand, and he just basically, in this very calm voice, has a very kind of scary talk with him, and I was just like. This is no joke. This is like <laughs> this is real stuff right now happening to this, you know, air quotes, high school kid, you know, <laughs> who wants to play hero and it's time to either be a real hero or yeah. to just stop right now. And yeah. he has to make this choice. And I just love the whole character development throughout this whole film. It's it's my number 2 hands down. This was an easy pick for me.
3: Wow. Yeah, that was uh that you know, in- This, I think, was the first MCU film where I really, really felt for the villain. Uh, Just because everything had been taken away from him during the whole Avengers uh, um, situation. Uh, And you really understand why he is doing what he is doing. The extreme ways he's going about it um, are not the way you should, but you understand what he is up against and why he is doing what he's doing, and to me, that always makes for a great villain when you have somebody that is somewhat sympathetic, for him? yes, and sympathetic yeah. to, to their cause. So, yeah, that's a great film. Uh, that's and uh, about
2: Thanos as well.
3: <laughs> I, I know, I know, we already know all about that. You think as Thanos is right, and uh, anyway. well, his methods are wrong, but you know, like, let's hear the guy out. <laughs> Uh, So my number two uh, is actually Spider-Man Far From Home. I love this film, and again, I think it's the villain that I'm very much uh, uh, enamored with. I love Jake Gyllenhaal as as, uh, Mysterio and how he uses and manipulates a bunch of, uh, tech in order to project this uh, this this thing that is going on with drones and the thing to me is I can see that happening nowadays I can see somebody coming up with some technology to make things appear that shouldn't be appearing and using it to manipulate media manipulating societies I, I to me this was just a great film a great villain and. Uh, Again, Spider Man, uh, Far From Home. I I just, I I love this film. I love everything about it. And uh, then this is our first kind of taste, I guess you can say, of the multiverse uh, in the MCU. So uh, they flirt with it, but then they kind of pull it back a little bit towards the end. Uh, But it is, uh, it starts giving you that hint of things to come. And it sets things up for the multiverse to be just blown apart in the next uh, Spider-Man film that's coming out this year. So I just, I love this film. I think it's fun. Uh, and I thought it was uh, much more intriguing um, uh, than any other uh, uh, Spider-Man film so far. So
0: that's what I thought. Look at you two, both having Spider-Mans for number twos. So I, I know, know right? Wow. Yeah. I know. Wow. Boy, I like pew, this. Pew
2: pew. pew, 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 All right. All right. <laughs>
0: All right, All right Brian. No, Wayne.
2: Oh, yeah. Wayne. yeah. What's Wayne's number two?
0: Uh, I'll make this really quick. Um, I would never was. A, I didn't know who this director was until this film came out. Taika Waititi. And Thor Ragnarok is Gosh. my number two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is, is, is you it, are a brilliant man, my friend. Is it a cop out to say I love everybody's picks so far? That movie was just a good time. And yes, I loved I was I would love to watch it just for the entertainment value, the banter between all the characters um, and just the colors, the visual aspect. It was just like, uh, I don't know, confetti, light bulbs, strobe lights in your face. I mean, I, I, I had a great time watching it. And uh, if I want to just have something just maybe put me in a good mood, I usually turn that one on. So that's my number yeah, two.
2: That is a good movie.
0: Yes. So, Brian, now we're here.
2: The drum roll
3: for number one.
2: Number one. I'm sure Wayne will come up with something magical. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Cue the music. All right. So, again, I've talked about this. Show at nauseum, so I'm not gonna go uh long into it, but it can is I guess? yes, you can.
3: No, I don't want to blow it. Oh, go okay. ahead. Because <laughs> I already know what it All is. All right.
2: Everybody knows if you've been listening to the show. It is Avengers Endgame. It is to me the perfect comic book movie. It is so good, such a good payoff. It was 10 11 years in the making and it did not disappoint. I laughed, I cried, I cheered. I just was all over the place with a range And you of got emotions. pissed off
3: when there was a photo op in the middle of it too.
2: Um that did kind of make me do a, a head tilt, but sh- <laughs> you yeah, know luckily it was um short-lived. But uh um it was it was just so so good and not that you probably couldn't predict this happening but the moment i saw cap lift thor's hammer was like like i i felt my heart skip a beat i was just so like oh, they did it you know of a <laughs> moment in the in the theater i was just like i just love that movie so much i've watched it several times i've i own it um like Wayne, if I just want a, a, a pick-me-up, it's a long movie, but I don't care. Um, I throw it on, and I just, I love it. I probably have it on playing at least once a month, and I just love it. Wow. I it, love it. I really? do. I, I put it on the background. I clean the house to it, and I just love it. And it seems like um, in the same spots, especially during the last fight scene and that, you know, um, uh, there's just a lot of scenes that that I'll stop whatever I'm doing to to enjoy that scene again. It is such a good movie. I love it so much. And they the team behind it did a fantastic job.
3: Wow. Okay. Uh, you know, it, it was a good movie. I really liked it because it took everything and, and made it into one big film. And I, I did enjoy it, but it is not on the top of my list. My number one film, Brian, do you have any guess on what that could be?
2: Um. Yes, I, I have two guesses. It could, it could go either way. It, it, it kind of depends on your mood. Um, okay. Yes. <laughs> usually. Wait, yes. Wait, 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 <laughs>
0: wait. Depends on the mood. I need to understand this. Explain.
2: Because whatever <laughs> yes. mindset Tony's in at that moment will be his favorite.
0: <laughs> That's so true. So uh, yes. Uh, so, what do you think it is?
2: You're. So I'm going to say them both, and then you just tell me if I'm right or wrong. But it's either Guardians of the Galaxy Volume One or it's Iron Man three.
3: No, you're wrong on both accounts.
2: Oh, good, good. I'm, yes, I'll be you are wrong like on both else. accounts.
3: Yes, <laughs> oh, my number one film is, Drumroll, roll please. Thor Ragnarok. I love this film. Uh, Wayne uh, kind of took the thunder out of that, but Wayne is absolutely right. This is a film that uh, was so much fun, uh, was so the opposite of what you would expect from uh, that character. And Taika, again, uh, he can do no wrong, in my opinion, right now. He uh, just makes things so whimsical, so funny. Jeff Goldblum is in this film. Uh, Just just it was just a fun fun film and uh the hulk being in there that was a uh you know uh, doing a little bit of the planet hulk storyline it just every it hit every note for me and also uh what was the name of Tyka's character in the movie oh the uh the rock guy um krug oh yes krug yeah oh stole every single scene that he was in. And then I also like how at the end of it, it really set things up for what was going to come in uh, the Infinity War um, and uh, the Avengers films. So to me, this is just, it's a whimsical, fun, over the top, funny, witty, just a great, great film. And so like, like Wayne said, colorful, and I, I just, I love this film to to, to, to no end, and uh, and uh, even from the very beginning when Thor is narrating, you just, I think this is the first time in the MCU we had any kind of narration. Is that correct? Up until then, I, I can't even remember. Yeah, but,
2: I, nothing comes to mind. But but, you but must, just you the first.
3: Yes, I just absolutely loved it. it it's it's just the perfect uh, MCU film, in my opinion. So that is my number one. Uh, Wayne, what about you, my friend? Um,
0: Tony, this might not come to a surprise to you, uh, but for me... I already know. Yeah, you already know. Brian, do you have a guess? No, I, I'm curious. Oh, his name
3: is Cork not not Krug.
0: Hey. Sorry. Know, my wife had letters. to correct me on that. My wife had to correct me on that. <laughs> Thank you, Sarah. Anyway, that's funny. I know. Thank you, Sarah. Um, my number one is Guardians of the Galaxy, the first film. And
2: oh, right on.
0: Oh. Because, because, one, it features what became now. my favorite and Marvel character, Rocket the Raccoon. I love Rocket. I just love that he's such an intelligent, smart, witty, smart ass. Uh, I mean, very in- innovative kind of, you know, that kind of sense. But he's also very loyal to his people that are very close to him. So I love that character. Uh, but secondarily is that I had, uh, well, I remember watching this scene, the scene, the, like a promo screen, like a screenshot of this, of this team or this comic. I'm like, who the fuck are these guys? Everybody you know, and said that. I, right. <laughs> and, and then going into theater, I had like no expectations and then boom. Holy crap! I was blown away from the opening sequence. Where's my Walkman? I need to find my Walkman. I need a Walkman right now. <laughs> so, I think that I love the, the hearts that, thing. Yes. Oh, the, yeah. The the Star Lord with his middle finger. Uh, just the dynamic, the odd crew, the way they came together, the soundtrack. Of course, I mean, I still listen to that soundtrack ad nauseum. Uh, it that what that one just beats, and Thor Ragnarok in putting me in a good mood because that soundtrack just kills it for me. So. Um, yeah, that's not my number one. Wow. Awesome. That,
3: and, uh, hey, you know, we've got Oren in here and he hasn't really said word one. So I'm, I'm just curious. What is your favorite MCU film? Oren, if you had to pick. If I had to pick,
1: to be honest with you, I never really even thought about it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for adding so much to the show. <laughs> hey, anything I can do to help, you know, that's why I'm here. So what is it? I honestly do not know. The Spider-Man movies are great. Uh, the Avenger movies are great. Okay, Oren,
0: if you were to put on any MCU film right now to watch, what would it be? First Captain America. Why? Oh, okay. That is a good question. It's the first one that came <laughs> in my head. Um... <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. First Captain America. Got it. First Captain America. No, I, I'm I'm yeah. with
3: you. That's all you have to say, Orin. You don't have to. You don't have to say anything else. That was it. That that is the statement right there that you needed to make. So I. Uh, it is a great film. So. But anyhow, um, I guess now we go on to the really fun part. Oh, I'm nervous we're gonna about start, this. We're going to start discussing our least favorite. MCU films and Brian I think uh I wanna I want you to, to take on number three
2: okay well um let me just preference that uh, boy all preference these films are are really good and you can't have a top without a bottom so you know <laughs> yeah okay yeah
0: I'm gonna save that one for later
2: exactly uh <laughs> my least favorite MCU film, and this is just going off story wise. It doesn't matter who the actors are or, or whatever, but it is Ant Man and Wasp, and you know, I just was this, fair enough. The, the I love Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd is is a phenomenal actor. I think he's funny. He's got a lot of range, um, and he really carries this franchise. And but I just felt that some supporting cast could not match Paul Rudd. And it kind of took me out of the uh, the the film. And I just, I had a hard time with that. You know, like the scenes with Paul Rudd and um, it was just him um, were phenomenal. And the story was actually a really good story, but I just couldn't get over the fact that it just seemed like he was out acting or performing a lot of his co-stars who unfortunately were a lot of <laughs> a big part of the movie, <laughs> but, uh, wow. Yeah. But Paul Rudd is phenomenal. The I like the, the character. I like the series, you know, Ant-Man series. Um, um, but that specific movie was not my favorite.
3: Oh, wow. Okay. Um, all right. Um, th- I think Ant-Man's not my favorite either. I mean, I'm entertained by it, but it's not like spectacular or anything like that. Um, it, 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 They're good enough, I guess. So my number three, oh boy, um, is uh, my number three uh, least favorite Marvel film is Captain Marvel. I just, um, I don't know. The, The character just did not resonate with me. I felt there was zero tension in this film at any given time. I really never felt the character grow at all. Um, It just, it just landed flat with me. Uh, There were some cute moments, but overall, uh, I just, I just could not connect emotionally to uh, Captain Marvel. Uh, Just for those reasons, that is why it's my, my, uh, third least favorite MCU film because it, uh, it just didn't really do anything for me. It's, it's almost completely forgettable. I can't really remember anything of uh, significant import uh, about that whole thing. But anyway. Any, anyhow,
0: that, that's my number three. Wayne, what about you? I had a hard time deciding between one of these two films. It was either Iron Man 2 or Iron Man 3. Oh, I- don't you dare. I'm telling you, right? Of either of those films, I didn't care for uh, for so much. Iron Man 2 felt like the villain was a bit of a waste. Iron Man 3, yeah. villain, a bit of a waste as well. And I uh, just kind of, to me, it's like, I was like, oh, you know, the way it ended, I was like, okay, you did this whole thing and you're going to give up your superhero gig, but then what happens next? He's in Avengers, you know, I mean, or whatever happens next in the film. So it just, to me, it didn't feel like it carried the weight that it was supposed to. And then also the Mandarin I felt was really disappointed to me because I know the Mandarin character is much bigger than that. Um, but um, if I had to pick probably two, I think two was a little more flat. Three was, you know, I like the story arc of the PTSD thing. I think that was kind of good, but I didn't like how that finished. Fair enough. Uh, gentlemen. Yes, Brian. Yes, I, Brian. I have a confession. Okay. I
2: apparently cannot read my own list. And I said my least favorite out of order already with number one.
3: (laughs) What? So you already you already told us your number one? Even though I told you, Brian. Hey, what is your number three, Brian? Least favorite film in the MCU.
2: To be fair, I half listened to you. (laughs) (laughs) Wow.
3: So, uh, so you you screwed up?
2: I did. So, Ant Man and Wasp is my least favorite
3: spoiler alert so do we even go on do we even go on with discussing this anymore since you already just kind of blew your load on that one i and just let everybody know
2: no i think we're done that's a good show everybody
3: (laughs) (laughs) i ain't gonna be that easy my friend i'm so glad that i'm not the one that is uh, hey i screwed up two weeks in a row and now you screwed up big time so i
2: apologize everybody for throwing this list out of order and uh so my actual number three least favorite is Iron Man 3.
3: Oh, okay. Why?
2: Yeah. I just, uh, there, there's a lot, and I don't think the show is long enough for me to kind of unpack it all, but for main reasons, kind of like what Wayne has already said, um, the whole Trevor, you know, big swerve with the Mandarin thing was really disappointing
3: I to loved me. that.
2: And um, I like Ben Kingsley, um, Sir Ben Kingsley, excuse me. I'll give the man some respect here. Um, but, uh, I just felt like the, the story was a little flat. Plus Gwyneth Paltrow defeating the villain that Tony couldn't defeat at the end in yoga pants. I just was like, oh man, I kind (laughs) of want to see the hero defeat the villain. But the one good thing that I really took away from, uh, this film is that Tony Stark is Iron Man with or without the suit you know so he had to be innovative and 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 learn how to be a hero without being in his armor and i thought that that was really cool a, a good development thing for the character um but as a whole i just didn't care. F- I didn't feel like that. the those films were as strong as the others.
3: I I don't. I disagree with both. I of know because
2: you're in love with the director, but yeah, uh, Shane Black. I other mean, than that, I loved. I loved how it played that, on the Mandarin. Yeah.
3: I I I loved Iron Man three. Uh, Iron Man two. I'm I'm with you, Wayne, because that I, that was just not a good movie. Uh, but. I I liked Iron Man (laughs) 2. I didn't. I didn't
2: at all. Uh, It was Iron Man 3 to me. Sam Rockwell. I could watch Sam Rockwell do a dance all day long. Yeah. Just like. (laughs) I I just. I love
3: Iron Man 3. So, uh, uh, you know, that's your own opinion. That's true. It is my own opinion. All right. So, number two for me, I guess that means we're going to number two right now, right?
2: Yeah. Uh,
3: My number two uh, least favorite film is. The Incredible Hulk. I just did not. Uh, and this is the one with Edward Norton. It was before um, Mr. Oh, why am I drawing a blank on Mark Ruffalo? Yeah, Mark Ruffalo uh, uh, took over the role. It just the Incredible Hulk. It came out right after uh, Iron Man in the same year. And it just it just uh, felt kind of clunky uh there was a there was a really cool villain that they had built up in this film and we have not seen this person since and that is the leader i i, I still to this day wonder what happened to this guy they kind of set him up to be, to take on the next film or do something else and that storyline is completely gone um, out of the mcu and uh Again, the expectations were high. We had just seen, uh, I think, five years earlier, the Hulk version of uh, from Ang Lee, which was uh, it was kind of a boring film, to be quite frank. Uh, and this one, you would think that five years later, the graphics would be amazing, that everything would look so much better. And it just was maybe I don't even would think it was a, a slight improvement over. Uh, um, the original Hulk from 2003. So it just, it had all these high expectations and it failed, uh, to meet none of those expectations. I, I just, it was a, a, a bummer of a film. I, I really don't care for it. Uh, I do like the Thunderbolt. Ross is now starting to play this bigger role in the MCU. Uh, but the incredible and Hulk just we've seen, is not uh, um, an abomination, of,
2: abomination. Yeah. In, yeah. Uh, in uh, the new trailer.
3: I'm just curious to see what happens to the leader because that was it. That I thought that was the most interesting part of the entire film, and uh, now we don't even know anything about them. But anyhow,
0: that is my number two. So, with oh, Wayne, what's your number two? Uh, actually, it's funny. My number two is kind of also the same, I guess, franchise as my top one, being Thor: The Dark World. I was. <laughs> I honestly, I was trying to. You know, you, I think was it. Brian, I think you mentioned, or was it Tony, forgive me, that you, like, when it comes to some of the bad films you don't really remember or does nothing sticks out, Yep. that film was that for me. I was like, yes. yes. Yeah, it didn't really do anything for me. I mean, there was maybe one or two scenes, but at the end of the day, it was like, okay, and now what? I, I The only thing really that kind of resonated maybe was the final end credits, which kind of led to the whole collector thing, but otherwise, like, eh, eh, it really didn't do anything for me at all. All right. Well, I guess that leaves me to talk about our number no, one. No, oh I no, gotta no,
3: talk no. About
2: oh. My number two because oh shoot, uh, to see you mean,
3: now. You screwed me up. I, I, went I know. Out of order. I'm That's like, why I
2: corrected you, so we didn't have to go back and redo. I All right. I'm sorry.
3: Yeah. Again. What's what's your number two? I'm and sorry. I know. I should but just
2: I, not say this because it's going to be controversial. I already
3: know what you're going to say. If you're going to well, say it's controversial, let me guess. What mo- can I guess? What movie it's going to no, be? No, because or, you're going to
2: yo. You've already. You know, called me a communist, so I don't want to, (laughs) like... As a joke. It was as a joke. (laughs) But um, this is just story-based. It's not based on the remarkable achievements um, this film represents. (laughs) And I just wanted to be clear on that. And as far as the characters go, I love all of these characters. This is purely story-based,
3: but... You're already wrong. No, I'm not. You're already wrong. For
2: my opinion, it is Black Panther you're wrong and just you I are completely you, wrong i know you say that because yes. you feel like you need to but uh no i don't feel like i
3: need to what i feel like is that uh, how can you not say that killmonger is not one killmonger of the best is great.
2: i love the characters but so they then why would off? it be I don't on think your... they should have killed him off
3: but why would you be in your if he's such a great character then why would he be so uh, why would this film feel so at the bottom of your list
2: because i just was not a fan of the story it was like um It was like James Bond and um, Lion King. And I just felt like I'd seen all these storylines, these stories, stories before. um, And I just did not feel like this was an original film for me. And I was kind of disappointed in that because of the, you know, unbelievable achievements that that this film represents. And I totally agree with all of that. And it should have won an Oscar. And I'm happy that it did. But as far as the storytelling goes, I just felt like I'd seen a lot of these story plots in other films mixed into one, and I was a little disappointed in that.
3: Okay. I mean, that's fair enough. I, 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 I disagree. I think that, uh, again... I, I know that this is is is
2: probably going to be the most unpopular thing I've ever said on this show. Yeah, I
3: I think so. I think you're right because I I think that um, uh, do I think it was the greatest film of all time? No. It's not in my top three. It's not in
2: your top three. Yeah, it's
3: not in my top three, but I do um, uh, think it is nearer to the top than it is anywhere near the bottom. So uh, I, I hate to agree uh, disagree with you on that but uh no, you yeah, don't. i just i yeah <laughs> i do actually i do oh, anyway do
2: you? yeah but i just uh, felt like the story could have been could have been different and a little I, bit more I, original maybe yeah that that's that, that's my biggest takeaway from this and i just want to be clear on that um that i was just disappointed that the story did not feel original to me and and that's it. I mean, as far as the actors go and, and everything, I love it. I love uh, Black Panther Um, from what we've seen in him and all the other uh, movies. And I'm really, really looking forward to Wakanda Forever, Um, the what Disney Plus has announced, and upcoming projects because they, from what I hear, sound original. And I I love that franchise. And, I, you know, there's such a rich history with this character that I'm excited for them to kind of unfold and, and, uh, develop for, for the fans. And I, 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 you know, I'll be right there watching it. And, but as far as this plot for this movie, I just felt like I'd seen it before.
3: Yeah. And, and Brian it's, since I've known you, you've had that same opinion the entire time. So I, it doesn't surprise me at all that, uh, that this was going to be like number two, but you also, uh, there was one of your favorite comics of all time, was was yes. uh, a, a Black Panther comic. And um, so, you know, it's just, uh, yeah. Right. I, so, I get it. So. so, you
2: know me personally. You know, yes, like, I do. And, and, and I know I've, that one of your stories, yeah, your favorite I've story. I've talked lines. about a Black Panther comic book. It is, um, you know, I'm not going to mention it because I don't remember the title or the number. So, I don't want to send people on a weird wild goose hunt if they ever wanted to look it up. If I ever find it I'll, I'll announce it on the show but yeah uh, one of my favorite storylines of all time was in this one one-off Black Panther book and I've talked to Tony at nauseum about it yeah. and it was so moving and so beautiful and I just like it really touched me to this day I remember it and it was so good and that's what I was kind of hoping for this character because this character has so much heart and so much honor and so much you know passion And that's what I wanted to see on screen. And I did see that on screen um, through other MCU films. But on his own film, I I just didn't feel that. Um, I felt like it was a a mishmash of all kinds of other movies that we've seen in the past. Um, But this character has so much um, rich history that you could really, really go deep. And that's what I was looking forward to. So I think because I... I, I love the character so much. That's why my disappointment was so high because I that really didn't sense. feel that. Yeah.
3: All right. So, without further ado, I guess since Brian already screwed up the number one section,
2: <laughs> I, I, I could say it again if you'd like.
3: <laughs> no, that's okay. But I actually, I'll go to Wayne. I'm going to go, I'm going to defer to Wayne. Wayne, what is your least favorite Marvel film of the MCU?
0: My least favorite, actually, you previously was on your list. The Incredible Hulk. Yeah, that I mean, I think post Iron Man, at least those films seem to have a identity of some sorts. At least, so you yep. had a formula, maybe. And the Incredible Hulk didn't quite fit. And so, to me, I was like, eh, it, it, you know, if, if, if any movie was forgettable for me, that one was it. So I I really had to initially IMDb it and remember to so see what, what movie was about, and I totally forgot. Like, oh, that was in it. I totally forgot. <laughs> so yeah, that's my least favorite.
3: All right. And along your lines, Wayne, I think you and I have flip-flopped our one and two least favorite films. My least favorite film, which is funny because uh, it is Thor Dark World. I just, I did not like it. The fact that I have a Thor as my least favorite and a Thor as my favorite, that just tells you the, the stark contrast of of uh, of the MCU and and. When, when they hit a character or they nail a character uh, and when they totally miss it. Uh, Dark World, to me, was boring. It was uh, talking about Nine Realms and uh, all of this other stuff. I, just, I don't really remember much of it. Um, I remember Natalie Portman. Uh, but yes, um, it's just uh, Thor Dark World. It's forgettable. I don't, and I just, I, I was not vested in it at all and that's why i think thor ragnarok to me was number one because you you take something that was just so kind of blah and breathe this new life into it with a new director with a fresh perspective and it just totally made the character into something um uh, more spectacular than uh you could have ever even imagined so i just i uh, thor dark world is horrible. I don't like it at all.
2: But... Can, can I say something about Thor? Yeah, really go,
3: quick? yeah, go for it. So
2: Thor is one of those characters that I felt like um, I wasn't a big fan of until Ragnarok. Um, his first film, Thor, I don't know if there's another title to it, but then Thor, no, Thor. Um I just was... It was just okay. Uh, what really made me love Thor is seeing him in the Avenger movies. And... Um, then uh, Thor Ragnarok came out, and it was such a different tone. Um, the things that I liked about Thor were the supporting cast, uh, Loki and um, Sith, um, and even his father, Odin. And it's just like, I, I liked those aspect aspects of it. But then um, seeing Thor, especially Thick Thor, Bro Thor, whatever you want to call him, yeah. just like, hey, you're speaking my language, man. You know, I have a dad bod myself, but I could still be a superhero. And I just made me love the character even more. Just walking out there in his Lebowski uh, outfit and <laughs> and still kicking some ass. And that's how I. Yeah. That's my my inner version of me you know that's how i like to think that i look like you know no i don't want to look like that but that's how i feel like what well, i you, am <laughs> but you yeah.
3: already do look like him though uh,
2: just minus <laughs> with, all the hair le- yes with less hair <laughs> yes uh, but then there was nothing more metal to me than seeing thor in endgame right before they're about to go face thanos and him getting struck by lightning and his viking beard just being braided you just look like straight out of a rock concert you know like you know with with his hammer in one hand and his axe in the other i'm like this guy means business he's about to go to battle and i was like like you go get him thor you know just like (laughs) i was just so and then seeing thor come in and you thought he was gonna save the day in um in uh in infinity war you know, during the battle in Wakanda, you know, just, you know, here you've got your heroes kind of being overrun by uh, by by these aliens. And then all of a sudden you see this beam of light hit the battlefield and then Thor, Groot and Rocket show up. And you're just like, I think uh, um, uh Bruce Banner kind of said what everybody in the audience was thinking. And was just like, ha 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 ha. You're all going to get it now. Yeah, you know? <laughs> like, uh, <you> know? <laughs> it's just like, like, yeah. you know, I, I, I just love it. So Thor to me has some, um, more of the memorable iconic scenes in my opinion, but he wasn't really kind of a strong enough character for, uh, solo films, I believe until Ragnarok. And now going forward, I, I just with Taika Wantidi and, uh, and, um, you know, with that Thor franchise, I am really excited about Thor Love and Thunder. I can't wait. Mm, can't wait.
3: <laughs> All right. Well, before we wrap this segment up, Oren, do you happen to have a, a number one least favorite film?
1: Number one least favorite film. Well, it's more on the along the same lines that you guys had. I mean, the... I can't remember the name of the films. But the last Thor, you, you said, Tony, that just... Yes, I I didn't even make it through that one, I was just done, fell asleep. Uh, wow, yeah, sweet, sucked. Uh, (laughs) Wayne, like you said, but actually, my least favorite, and this might not be popular, but is probably the one that just came out Black Widow. Wow, Um, okay, not for the story, maybe. I mean, I've always been interested in like the storylines of movies, but. I don't know, maybe I'm just not that interested in the Black Widow character. Scarlett Johansson, yeah. But uh fair enough. The, but the but but the character, I just I don't know, just for me fell flat. It was entertaining, but I didn't find anything spectacular about it.
3: Wow. Um, surprise, surprise. Wow. There you go all right well in wrapping this up what were your top three Marvel films or and your bottom three Marvel films you could always let us know feel free to in, uh, send us an email at uh, the the info at the knowledge of or just let us know on our Instagram Twitter or Facebook pages so I guess we're on to pop quickies right after this right or oh no we're not going to a sponsor we're going right into pop quickies right Yes, we are Oh, sweet. Okay, even better. So, uh, without further ado, we are now going on to some
0: Pop Quickies. It's time for Pop, Pop, Pop Quickies. All right, let's get going. All right, Pop Quickies, guys. Ah, Yeah! That was a great list of MCU films. Uh, I know. I'm very curious to see if people agree with your list or not. Oh, I'm curious. I don't know if I'm curious. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, I'm going to start it off with a MCU-related question because during that, during your, your discussion, something popped in my mind. Um, so I think MCU, for the most part, does a pretty good job in creating empathetic villains, right? So between these two, which one do you think is the better villain? Vulture, which I know we've we talked about. Or Killmonger from from uh, oh, Black Panther. Oh my God, Vulture, for me.
2: Um, I totally get why he's doing this. I mean, this was his company. He's doing it for uh, you know means to live. You know, support his family. Uh, like the 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 his methods, like Tony has said, are 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 wrong, but. I understand the motivations behind what he's doing and that's kind of preserve his, his way of life. Um, and, and the crew that depend on him for, for jobs and supporting his family and yeah, like, like I get it, you know, um, you know, so, so for me, um, I, I relate to a lot of those, those things. Now, I wouldn't go to those extremes. Obviously, I mean, this is a comic book movie, but, uh, but, but, yeah, they they presented him with scenarios that are very relatable. Where, for me, with Killmonger, it just seems like one big revenge type, type uh, a a story. You know, he feels like he should be. Um, leader in Wakanda and he's gone through training and like, it seems like all of his motivation is for revenge for uh, the childhood and how he grew up. So, um, I didn't relate as much to that as I did the other scenario.
3: Um, I, I, I find Killmonger to be, um, in my opinion, the better villain. Reason being is there is he is something that is created, if you will, by our system. I mean, he's a, he's a, a, a U.S. Uh, Navy SEAL. He's all of this stuff, and uh, to me, it's just his character is hits so many notes to me that remind me of uh, the great villains in Shakespeare. To have these conflicts and and to um, and to just be so sure that this is what he's going to do and how he's going to get it, uh, doesn't matter who's in his way, uh, and the fact that he's had all of this trauma in his past that has kind of fed into this, uh, you see why he is the way he is, because of the life he has led, uh, and that just shows you, in my opinion, when you don't have any kind of love, when you just have ambition, and you just have everything that, that is fed to you, and you are part of this this system, uh, it, that you tend to go down this this huge rabbit hole, and um, are so solely focused on your revenge that you can't just see the beauty of everything that is around you. And to me, that is something I I uh, I, um, I love about Killmonger's just the the fact that he is just a product of. The environment he was raised in and the fact that he uh, is just um the system has just failed so many times that he is he's doing his what he thinks is right and what he knows is is uh his way of of, of dealing with it and and, um, and and so ambitious that he now knows what he needs to do and nobody's going to stop him in order it so to me killmonger i think is the uh more fascinating villain in the mcu
0: yeah great answers guys i don't think there really is a wrong choice because they're both very good characters so yeah that was a tough question that is Um, a tough question so uh, let me follow up with another tough question if you had to give up one of these for the rest of your life what would it be bread or pasta
2: bread <laughs> I don't actually I don't oh, know. Oh my god. I don't, I don't know. know. That's a hard one. That is such a hard one. Uh, um I like hamburger buns. Does that count as bread? <laughs> yes, it does.
3: I'll have to, you know what? I'll have to say pasta.
2: Oh man. I'll have to I say don't pasta know if I'm allowed to say pasta because my wife's Italian. <laughs> oh my
3: god. <laughs> But then I'm thinking, what am I? What am I going to put spaghetti sauce on? Oh, you know what I could do? I could put it on pizza, which is technically bread. Is that right?
2: Bread? Yeah. So I have to give up pizza too.
3: Probably. No. Is. Well, yeah. Yeah. If you. It's if a dough product. Yeah. yeah.
2: Pasta's out. Okay. Yeah. Pasta, Yeah. You know what pasta is. You know out. what Tony? Pasta's you just out. made this yes. easier for me. <laughs> All right. Thank you.
3: Yeah. Bread pasta, is just bro. so like oh. I, when you think about bread in any bye kind bye of like. Pasta. Yeah. Bread is just so uh, sandwiches. Hamburgers, hot dogs, right. uh, pizza. Oh, yeah.
2: The Captain Awesome.
3: Yeah, if I yeah. had to choose one, uh, pasta. Pasta would have to go, even though yeah. that would be very hard because I do love uh, a good like fettuccine alfredo or yeah. spaghetti, or, spaghetti. Uh, or or even like yeah uh, like um, uh, a ramen. Holy cow!
1: Mm-hmm. Oh
3: man! Oh, dude, that's hard. This is really hard. But I, I'll have to say, yeah, noodles are gonna have to be. Or yep. pasta's out. So uh, uh, we had a good really?
2: relationship, pasta.
3: I'll miss yeah, you. No, I'll, <laughs> I'll miss you so much.
0: Okay, um, a random life question: casket or cremation? Oh, um, this is easy for me. It's cremation for me.
3: Um. That's the way I'm gonna go. Uh, that way I can just be around annoying my my loved ones. Uh, <laughs> in a, a vase on their what? What were you saying?
2: I said I'm gonna have you stuffed. <laughs> Taxidermy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: And prop me up for like yeah, that's all right. just like this. That's yeah, all right. just, One big yeah. scarecrow.
2: <laughs> now cremation.
3: I, I uh, <laughs> To me, I don't know cremate. Uh, like th- when you go to a cemetery, I. I I get it, but then again, I don't. Uh, When you're there in front of somebody's gravesite, I I just, I don't know. It just, that always felt wrong or off. (laughs) Yes, or depressing. Yeah, like you're in a field with a bunch of other strangers uh, just doing what your time is taking its toll on you. And um, it just, I don't know. It just seems very um, impersonal. And with cremation, I feel that you can give your ashes to somebody. You can uh, somebody can take you wherever you wanted to go in your life, or wherever you wanted to be in your life. As long as it's not Disneyland, because you know you can't spray any kind of uh, right.
2: ashes anywhere.
3: You will get but,
2: vacuumed up, everybody. Yes, Don't exactly. submit your loved ones to that.
3: Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, so, to me, uh, cremation is—I uh, think there's a little bit more finality to it. Uh, I think it's, it 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 allows you or allows your 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 loved ones to um, um, uh, put you where you want to be. As opposed to six feet nope. underground, I'm gonna put surrounded by a I bunch of uh, <laughs> uh, surrounded by a bunch of uh, strangers um, in a cemetery. So, uh, yeah, cremation for me.
2: You know, um, over this past year, just talking to you guys uh, has really kind of made me think about things like this. You know, um, you know, you've opened my eyes to different experiences that that are not as traditional. For, for me, um, uh, with what other people do when when that time comes. And, you know, I'm undecided as far as what I'd like to have done. I think what I would like um, is kind of like along the lines of, t- of Tony is cremation. I just don't want the thought of my wife or my kids or my loved ones um, having to go to an already depressing place in my yep. opinion depressing um like a cemetery and feel that they have to spend time there just in sorrow and that's that's those are the images that i have in my head maybe it's a different experience no you're um, right but um i don't want people to feel sad when they think of me you know hopefully i've brought joy and laughter um to my friends and family and that's how i want to be remembered so i thought if i was ever cremated and then maybe planted, you know, like in a vineyard, you know, my ashes planted in a vineyard. And then once a year, everybody share that bottle of wine, you know, and, and laugh. Um, to me that would be ideal. And, you know, um, you know, cremate me, uh, you know, use me as kind of some like planting stuff to make a, um, a
3: tree wine. or something. Yeah. Yes. Or, or,
2: or in a vineyard, you know, and and share that bottle of wine whenever you want to think of me. And, um, I mean, I, I, I would be happy with that.
0: Wow. wow. Very insightful answers, guys. Yeah. I like that. Um, it's deep. Well, first, yeah, it's pretty deep you know, for that one. Uh, let's go into watches, digital wristwatch, analog wristwatch.
2: Um, I like both. <laughs> you know, it's sad because the new generation doesn't you wear watches. You know, like the their their. Oh, they wear iWatch or yeah, I... Apple their, Watch. Their, their their clock is on their phone. I mean, everybody carries phones now. I know back in the day when we all didn't have phones, you know, we needed to tell time, so we we had it um, you know, on our wrist. But uh, uh probably. I don't know. See, I like I like to do. High, I like those 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 hybrid watches where it it shows you the time and the analog. That's a cop yeah, out. Yeah, no, yeah, that's yeah. a cop oh, out. Right, cop right, right, out. Fine, fine. Um, then uh, then uh, analog.
3: Yeah, I I would have to say analog as well, just because of the craftsmanship.
2: Right. With analog, right, it's a um, nice, beautiful piece. Yes,
3: yeah, somebody has put time and effort right. the 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 mechanics of it um it uh is complex it is nuanced
2: it is um it's an accessory uh, i mean it's beautiful yeah. i mean like some of these watches are are true works of art you know yes. and somebody has to put that together and, uh, yep
3: you know. and and doing that with an apple watch i mean what you just go like this hey look i got woody right. on my fucking hand you know it's it's, it's just it's it's convenient but if I were to choose, then the analog, the, the finely crafted, right. um, um, just just you know having a piece of art on my wrist is the way I would look at that. And something that I could look at and go, wow, that is just a lot of work, a lot of effort, a lot of blood, sweat, and tears went into somebody making this for, for me. Uh,
0: so I would appreciate it a lot more. Oh, I totally I agree. agree.
2: Plus, they're, they're,
0: they're heirlooms. Well, they can be. Now, you right. guys sound like you're talking about analog mechanical watches versus analog quartz watches.
2: Yeah, yeah. Y-
0: yes. You uh, know what you,
2: I'm also a fan of?
0: Yeah, pocket not watches. Quartz watches.
2: Yeah. <laughs> like, I just, like, there's something kind of nostalgic to that, you
0: know? But now, uh, would you wear the proper, like, best with a little, you know, pocket watch pocket?
2: If, <laughs> if, if there was a situation, I sure would. But, you know, one of my favorite uh, movies is. Um, is uh, Back to the Future, and I always remember Doc Brown <laughs> looking at yes. his watch, you know, yep. out of the pocket watch. And my dad used to have a pocket watch with a chain out of it that I still own. Um, I haven't wound it in, I don't know, thirty years. But uh, <laughs> you know, like, but there's just some it, it's a, it's an art piece, and there's something nostalgic to it, and I just I just like the look, uh, and. To it, I just I don't know. I hey just, Brian, one like of these it.
0: days, if you ever you get to pull it off at work, I would think that'd be amazing. You know, go to challenge, yes. go, challenge do you, accepted do, sir. Yeah, one I, of I your will... responsibilities, and I'll bust out. Your, well, I need to check the time real quick and bust out yeah. your pocket <laughs> watch. No, so. You
3: know what? And I want Brian. If he does this, I want Brian to wear a vest and oh, then have like the little you have chain to have the vest. You have oh, to have yeah. the you little have chain to. that comes right. over, and then yes. Oh, yes. you need to take okay. a picture of that, Brian. All right, you're. In your, little, uh, in your little fluorescent uh, vest that you have at work, you just pull it out. Click, oh, click. All
0: that'd right. That'd be awesome. Thank you. All right. All right. All right. Yes, moving on, moving on. We definitely maybe have to post that at some point. Yeah, or sure. Like. Right. All right. Um, next question we got here. Obviously, right now, the Olympics, the Summer Olympics are happening. They are? Yeah, apparently. <laughs> I haven't really been paying attention, but... Yes, it they really are, why. gentlemen.
2: Yes, they are. <laughs>
0: but in general, do you guys have... What is your favorite summer olympic event.
2: Oh, this is easy for me. I like track and field. I used to run track and field. So, um I That looks
3: like too much work.
2: It, it is a lot of work <laughs> and those are phenomenal athletes and it's just uh you know, the um the 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 world records that get broken every year and it just, you know, I did I did three sports growing up and it's, you know, hockey, football and track and field and I competed in several events in track and field. So I, I like to watch those events, but I know what these athletes are going through. I can relate to them. And I just, I I love the track and field events.
0: Any particular event though?
2: Yeah. So I like the, uh, I like the, the, the high jump. I like the, um, the, the events that I competed in is the ones I like watching. I ran the 100, the 200 meter, the 400 or sorry, the 440 and the 440 relay. Wow. So, um, and I did a lot of running in high school but um, uh, I, I I love the relay competitions um, just because I know what kind of high school training I went through. I can only imagine what these professional athletes are going through and their times are just unbelievable. So like I, I get nerdy and I, I like to really watch these these things.
3: Tony uh, I love gymnastics. Um, But if I have to pick one out of that whole thing, the balance beam to me is Mm. the most amazing uh, sport in the Olympics. To me, being on this little wedge and doing some of the things that these gymnasts have trained their entire lives to do and then follow that up with uh, some flippies and then doing a uh, um, a vaulting off of it uh, and then landing and sticking the landing, it's just... I could never in a million years imagine even doing one spin or one thing I, or even standing on that damn thing I would fall off within two seconds so just the fact that these uh, athletes can spend so much time and make it look so damn easy is just beyond me it's 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 an art and uh, I'm just fascinated by it with uh, with, with with the balance beam and gymnastics what were you gonna say
2: Brian yeah, you know there is one event that just blows my mind, and I don't understand how how it works. And I couldn't do it; I would die. This would be uh, this would be my death. But the synchronized swimming. I don't understand it. Have you watched some of these teams that do it? They are amazing. And I don't understand physics how that works and how they get so high in the water just, you know, flipping their their toes, you know, just like supporting <laughs> their body weight in the water and how they're throwing people out of the out of the the water and it's just like I don't understand it. It is like yeah, I I'm not a bad swimmer. I'm not a competitive swimmer. So I don't I certainly wouldn't have the stamina uh that that these ladies have. And then to do everything synchronized like it's a dance and you're under the water, you're above the water, you see the legs and everybody's it's just so amazing to me. Uh I just watch it in in awe. I don't understand how how they could do that and it just there's a lot of unanswered questions and it fascinates me and I just <laughs> You know, I don't know. I just I, but I I love watching it, and I'm like, just because it's so like like I I don't I don't I'm understand I'm how they can be so it. foreign.
0: Yes, I, I'm trying to picture uh, Brian it. watching this, you right? Know.
2: Yeah, like uh, uh, how did they do that? Like you know, like and you, you. I love the camera shots where it shows like half their body under the water and then the other half what they're doing above the water. Yeah, on top. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. that's
0: the thing. Like above water looks graceful. Underwater is like chaos.
2: Oh my gosh! And just like like I'd be kicking other people, just trying to (laughs) just trying to catch my breath. You know, like I I, I get winded watching them. I couldn't do it. I could not do it. And I'm so impressed. Those are athletes. Let me tell you. Yeah. Because not only do they have to be Synchronized in the routine that they're doing, and these are long routines, but they have to keep their head above water to live. You know, so, so oh, and
3: also they have to look so stoic, right, right when they're doing right. it. So they're like, just, like, like Wayne said right. to his point, they're like,
2: right, and they're smiling. Uh, I'd be out of breath. Yes. I'd be like, <laughs> you know, just like, like I'm gonna go puke on the side of the pool. And you know, meanwhile, like, yeah, I do you just it. see all the kicking underneath oh and, God, the just, and the
0: flipping and the, yes,
2: And it is just so amazing to me.
0: I mean, <laughs> well, you know, uh, I can make an honorable mention, and just because I just I happened to watch the highlights of this recently, yeah, table tennis.
1: Yes, Have you seen I seen these it. guys oh, go
0: table tennis. I mean, it, it, to me, I don't think it's a sport, but my god, these guys make it look like a sport.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, so, yeah, yes, that it's is so that, intense. that's impressive. I mean, just I the know long totally. rallies, and they're so far away from the table.
0: Yeah, you know, yeah, It's just like.
2: Like they're like 30 feet away. Like how do they, you know, that's, that's another sport that, uh, that it has a lot of skill behind it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I I know we could go in a rabbit hole for this. Okay. We got to move on. Um, since it's almost the end of summer, I actually had a summer related question again. Uh, would you prefer summer camp versus summer school? And I'll let you fill in the blanks of what context you want to answer your question in.
2: Oh, this is easy for me. Summer camp. Yeah, me too. Hands down. I mean, to the hands-on experience and the friendships you make, you know, doing camp. I did I never went to it like I was never sent away from my parents to for for a camp and you know, probably because they couldn't afford it or 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 whatever, but you know, I just would imagine uh doing something kind of away from home, outdoorsy, uh learning skills, learning how to how to do that and kind of like your your time away from, like the 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 comforts of home, uh, with with people that maybe you either see once a year or um, or you're just meeting for the first time. I mean, I could only imagine that that you build friendships and bonds that that last a long time through these type of situations, and then it kind of builds confidence too. You're away from home, so you're not afraid of being away from home, and you're learning these skills that can translate to the out, outside world that that would be useful. So I would say summer camp, because I, you know, you just went through a whole school year and then you're going back into school in a hot classroom. The teacher doesn't really want to be there anyway, you know? So really what are you getting out of that?
0: Tony,
3: as, as a product of our public school system, I flunked a lot of classes, so therefore I spent a lot of time in uh, summer school, and it was a complete, absolute waste of time. Uh, the only good side about it was uh, it was an easy C, and uh, that was it. It was uh, I just got a C for showing up, and uh, that was it was great, <laughs> but it just really didn't add any any value to my life. So I would have to say summer camp because i do have fond memories of uh doing outdoor school when i was in sixth grade and going camping i guess it was camping for a week and learning uh skills out in the open and uh learning how to build a fire that that kind of stuff was fun and i would prefer summer camp over uh summer school because i i unfortunately was made to go to summer school every single year because of my shitty ass grades. And, uh, yeah, but yeah,
0: that's it for All right. me. Sounds good. All right. gonna wrap it up. One more question. Um, would you rather wear the same socks for a month or the same underwear for a week? Same socks for a month. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Oh my God, that's disgusting! <laughs> oh my God, I can't even imagine. Oh no! Oh my. God. Oh, uh, Brian, uh, expand, uh, expand upon your uh, your answer, while I think of mine.
2: Um, because the the just the 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 same underwear for a week. You said Wayne.
0: Yes, underwear for a week or socks for a month
2: gross i mean like you got to change that up you got to clean it up you got to change it up i mean nobody wants to you know just get swamp ass and just kind of sit in that for <laughs> for a week i mean it's just disgusting i mean you got to go freshen up now your socks i mean that would be hard for me because i play hockey so i would be wearing those I, my immediate thought is i'd be wearing those socks inside my hockey boot which gets sweaty and but um, still, the, the, the thought of not changing my, uh, my drawers. <laughs> you
0: know? But that same uh, socks, you got uh, to no, bed, you know what? wear them to bed, wear yeah. whatever
2: uh, I can't take them off? I thought no. I could just take them no, off. No, you're
0: wearing everything the whole time. <laughs> 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 I just oh, thought like God, if I was going to put on
2: socks, I'd have to put on the no, same no. pair. No, no, you're, you're uh, wearing... I,
3: okay, okay. I Can I just I go commando will... then? and <laughs>
2: Oh, if I had to pick... Uh, I will have to say... Uh, can I wear under- one sock for half the time? <laughs> no, <I was> <laughs> No, sir. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I would still... I will have, have to say
3: uh, underwear for one week. Oh. The same underwear for one week, yes. Reason being, I can get into the shower. <laughs> no, I can get into the shower, and I can kind of do it, and it's only a week. I don't know about you, but I have... Uh, back... When I was growing up, I would not change my socks for uh a week sometimes. <laughs> I'm not proud of it, folks. Yes, I had too much going on in my life and to change after your socks. a week after <laughs> a no week. Time for this. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> well, hey, we were in a house with four boys, okay? Just so no time to there change was no socks. there was exactly, and there were no clean socks because we were like going through socks like oh, it was nobody's business. So, uh but I remember specifically just the stench that would create for my feet, and then also uh, how crunchy the socks would get, and if I had to wear them for an entire month, oh my god, you're you're talking like uh, gangrene, you're talking about like, uh, just, uh, oh, it's disgusting, I, I don't know, to wear it for an entire month, so the, the the smells that would come off of it the the stiffness of it uh it would just be so crusty and gross and disgusting uh, at least with the underwear it's only a week and i could you know uh, you've got so you wipes go. that you can use you've got the the the, the, the the showers, you you've would got go bath. normal
2: one day, right? And then you'd flip them around the next day and then inside out yeah. the next day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah You from, can do uh, it that way. Yes, the, uh, exactly. Uh, oh. what, Big Hero Six? Yeah, Big Hero yes. Six. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes.
3: And I can kind of make it work that way, yes, by by you know, right. turning them inside Maybe out I'll and backwards. Yes. But the socks you just cannot get away from. Uh y- no, uh yes, the underwear for a week. And and that's it. That's why I, I'm looking at a. I'm looking at the timeline. That's that is my sole purpose. One week versus one month. I'm gonna go with the week. Well done, guys!
2: Great answers. Right. Great answer. <laughs> <Woo! laughs> that was disgusting, man. Right. You've been really think, kind of. Uh, I think that needs to be a poll question. What do you guys think?
3: Oh, Ooh. yes. Ooh. I think yes. You know what? Let us put us let us put that on the poll for this week. I don't think anybody in their right mind would want to answer that though. So, right? I don't know. We'll have to see, we'll, but we'll uh, see. That- yeah. Oh, it's well, gross, dirty. but anyway, yeah. Close this out, man. So, uh, yes, I will close this out. This has been the Knowledge of Nothing podcast. Thank you, as always, for joining us. Uh, you know, it, you can follow us on our Instagram uh, at the Knowledge of Nothing. You can also send us an email at uh, info at the Knowledge of Nothing, and also please follow us on Twitter. Twitter at the conman, t h e k o n m e n one and uh if we get to a thousand listeners i will do a tiktok but uh we're nowhere near that so i don't have to worry
2: um but anyhow this has been or yeah go ahead can you also add on twitter if they would like to see tony do a crane kick <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah.
3: Well, maybe if Already we get to a hundred, I'll do the. I'll if we get get to a hundred followers. And I'm talking like you kick, have to get kick.
2: air underneath you, right? You can, oh, no. Like you have to like in do, the air crate kick, dude. Yeah. I'm almost fifty
3: years old. Do you want me to die? I mean, do you want me to? I actually <laughs> well, slip I'm not, and fall. I'm not having you break stand on a hip a or something. <laughs> oh my God, I, I can't even imagine. But anyway, this has been the knowledge of nothing. Thank you for joining us as always, and uh, we will see you next time. All right. Take care.